Is the NFL season in jeopardy with players voicing their concern over safety protocols? What's going on with NBA players in the bubble? And who is the greatest football player of all time? And can that be a quarterback? I don't think, and I'm probably going to get some hate on this, I don't, I don't think a quarterback can be the greatest player of all time. I don't. And here's my reasons for that. They don't take as much punishment as other players. That's number one. All right? Now, obviously, that, that position needs other positions to be successful. You need your receivers to catch the ball. You need your offensive linemen to block. You need your running back to run the ball. Okay? But my greatest player of all time is Lawrence Taylor, actually. Mm. Right? Now, you're talking about a guy that played 12 years. You're talking about a guy that uh, went to 10 Pro Bowls out of those 12 seasons. Mm-hmm. Two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, champion, three-time defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. An absolute terror for offenses. Offenses have to, have to change how they play. They started playing two tight ends. That started adding two tight ends to to, uh, to stay in and help block for uh, LT. Right? He changed how the outside linebackers play on defense. All right, this guy was a linebacker, and he's number uh, I think 15 or so on the on the, on the sack list with 132 sacks. I mean, that's crazy. That guy he, he changed the game on offense and defense. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. This is the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host. My name is Oenyi. I am very, very happy that you're able to join us this evening. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please subscribe. You can do that on all major platforms that podcasts are available. You can also go to our website. That's www.newchannelsports.net. And that's New Channel spelled N-U-C-H-A. N-N-E-L. You can also catch us on Afro Vibes Radio every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. What is the deal, guys? What's going on, Chris? What's good, y'all? Let's get it. And to my right, Big Low, how you doing, sir? What's going down? What's going down? It's low coming down. And all the way across from me, Big Time Trey. What's the deal, yo? Not much, man. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Are you? Yes, I am. I see that smile on your face. Hey, man, I'm trying to keep And then the this is... <laughs> you came in hot. You came in hot. It's a great moment. I'm trying to be a good host, man. Is it, a, is it time for you to give a shout out to Laker Nation and Cowboy Nation? No. No, that's never going to happen, sir. That Brave day Nation. will come. Yeah, it's coming. Brave Nation, we, we're ready. You know I don't care we much re- for baseball. I care just as much for baseball as you do week. for soccer. Oh, no, so you I don't. think... <laughs> 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 that means not very much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So let's kick things off. We got a brand new segment. This segment is called Flashback. The new Channel Sports Podcast presents Flashback. And Wallace is fouled. And Wallace to oh! Wallace is ejected, I'm not sure. He'd have to walk past the pace of bench to go. No! 
So the audio you just heard, that was the malice in the palace that happened. Uh, what what year was that? that 2004. Was 2004. Um, ben Wallace, Ar- Ron Artest, our Meta World Peace. Back to Ron Artest, whatever you want to call him. They got into a little scuffle. Ron Artest was on the the little, um, what was it called? The scores table. Someone threw a cup at him. And he was like, you. He went up there and he started going Wilding out. I remember exa- I was watching the game as it happened. I was getting ready to fall asleep. I'm over there sleeping. Then I see Big Ben. He just shoved Ron Artest like he was a ragdoll. I was like, oh, it's about to go down. And so as it started escalating, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's going to this thing. I had to call somebody. <laughs> so I called one of my friends, and I called my ex, ex-girlfriend as well. I was like, do y'all see this? So my friend was already watching it. He was like, yeah, I'm seeing this. My ex was like, no, I'm not. What, what's going on? So she goes and watches it. I mean, it was it was crazy. You know, he had cups flying and he had Steven Jackson running in there just throwing haymakers as well. And then you had the aftermath. You had, uh, what's the guy's name? O'Neal trying to get in a slide punch. What was that called? You never see you sag it. Remember he sag it from um, <laughs> <laughs> Street Fighter? That's what it looked like. So, man, that was wild. I'll never forget that. And that was just, that was just crazy, man. You know, it's so crazy you mentioned that you almost fell asleep. I watched it and fell asleep. Wow. And the first, no wait though, the first thing I saw when I woke up was Jermaine O'Neal's punch. I was like, hold on, what do I like? Like, is this real? <laughs> and then after that, it just went absolutely crazy. It's one of the wildest things I've ever seen in my life. You know, when you watch a fight, sometimes you get hype. When I watched that, I was not hype. I was sitting down because if I was in that crowd, man, I would have, I, I would have went to the back. 
Y'all be like, where Chris? Chris is at the very top. Because <laughs> these are NBA players coming at you. Like, I don't care how hard you think you are. That Jermaine O'Neal punch, even though he kind of slid, he still, he still hit dude. I just, I, I've never seen anything like that. We'll probably never see anything like that again. Just a wild day, man. Man. I was, I, I remember it, man. I didn't, I wasn't watching it live, but I did, I obviously saw the replays for the next week and a half. But, but one of the things I remember the most is the fans squaring up. Like oh, on the yes. floor trying to square up. Like I, I, like, are you foolish? That's what I do. Detroit, like, Detroit yeah. fans. They on another level. The dude, he, I saw the dude was going up against Jermaine on there. He was like, yeah. Yeah, let's go, let's go. He, yeah. he had his hands up and everything. I was like, are you, are you nuts? Yeah, he's got the reach on you, like for sure. But uh, yeah, that was crazy. And that is something I never thought that I would see. I never thought I would see something like that in any professional sport, um, much less basketball. That's just that that blew my mind. That was crazy. I, I didn't even watch the game. I was doing homework uh, that night. You know, it was a school night, but I was doing homework that night. But I saw the uh, the highlights the next day. Got up in the morning. We, we had news playing, and it was all over the news. I was like, what's going on here? The only thing I, re- I remember vividly is Ron Artest standing on the uh, the scores table. And I do remember that. Now that you uh, now that you bring that up, I do remember uh, the guy squaring up against, I think it was Ben Wallace, I think. I think it was. No. Who, no who's, it was- who's, who's the uh, – I remember a fan squaring up against somebody. I don't remember who. They I think it was Jermaine O'Neal. It was Jermaine O'Neal. Or it was. I, feel, I know it was Ron Artest. Yeah, it was Ron Artest. But that, that was, was they scored up on Ron Artest and, and Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. But that, the one I remember vividly was the one with Ron Artest, and Ron Artest was like, "Really?" He was just standing like, "Really?" You want to? You want to do that? He was. He threw punches back. I mean, that was a crazy, crazy night. Yeah, that that was nuts. But you know, it was crazy. Countless suspensions. I think it even threw out some fans. I think they ended some uh, season ticket holders. Oh yeah, for life. Yeah, they got banned for life. Yeah. But I, we, me and Chris talked about this a lot beforehand. That Indiana Pacers team, if it was not for that moment, they might have went all the way to the finals. Mm. That that they had a good thing going there until that happened. You know, the thing that makes me the angriest about that is what you just mentioned, because I was a big Pacers fan, and to see that happen. But Ben Wallace, he was an instigator. He started it, and he got suspended, but not quite like everybody else. But I guess I shouldn't say my favorite moment, but it is my favorite moment from all that Stephen Jackson. If you haven't seen the video, go back and watch Stephen Jackson because Stephen Jackson is chilling. And then he sees our test and the crowd is like, okay, it's time to go. And he just, he le- he doesn't just walk over this to the, to the crowd. He leaps into the crowd. He's ready for action. Right. Like if you need a ride or die, Stephen <laughs> Jackson is ride or die. Your, all your homeboys and homegirls better be just like that. If you are in a fight <laughs> with most people, they'd be ready to go. I can see when a yeah, I'm in the fight with somebody, y'all turn around. I see the back of your jersey. <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> <not him. laughs> nah, not him. All right. So that was flashback, the mouse in the palace back in 2004. Let's get right into it, gentlemen. The NFL season. We're hoping it's going to start. But it's a little bit of a problem now. We have players like Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, J.J. Watt, criticizing the league for the lack of safety protocols as training camp is set to begin. Uh, let me read something that Russell Wilson said on Twitter. I am concerned. My wife is pregnant. NFL training camp is about to start, and there's still no clear plan on player health and family safety. We want to play football, but we also want to protect our loved ones. Drew Brees on Twitter. We need football. We need sports. We need hope. The NFL's unwillingness to follow the recommendations of their own Medical experts will prevent that. If the NFL doesn't do their part to keep players healthy, 
There is no football in 2020. It's that simple. Get it done, NFL. Well, the NFL heard them. Mm-hmm. They heard them. Um, and just this afternoon agreed that for the first two weeks of camp, they'll test the players every day. Um, and then after that, it'll be like every other day. So I think you know, if I heard them, but it's it's good that the players are using their voices and, and stepping up and doing the right thing. The NFL had to do something like this. They 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 knew what they were doing. Uh, and I guess that they can get away with it. I mean, there's a cost associated with this, right? Who's going to eat that cost? And so it's nothing should be worth, you know, losing people's lives or putting their families in jeopardy or anything like that. But, I mean, I think they got it right. Um, if they're going to do testing every day, as long as they're getting the results back every day uh, and they're doing these rapid tests, I think they'll be okay. But I'm glad the players spoke up. Um, and I shouldn't say I'm glad the players spoke up. I'm glad those players spoke up because if it hadn't been anybody else, I don't know if anything would have changed. Because of the players that spoke up, it was clearly uh, an effort by the NFLPA. Maybe these stars came together and decided. I think it was because it was back-to-back. First, J.J. Watt did it on Thursday. And then soon thereafter, Patrick Mahomes is out there, then Drew Brees. So it was a concerted effort by the players to say, we're going to have one united message. And they got it right. As far as the players are concerned, when you look at the MLB, they didn't really do that. So I think the NFL players learned to say, we're going to get all of our stars. We're all going to be on the same page. And like you mentioned, Trey, the NFL heard it and said, okay, if they're going to put us on blast like this, we need to make sure we do have a plan. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Chris, you're right. And actually, um, it was a concerted effort. It started by Byron Jones, quarterback for uh, cornerback for the Miami Dolphins, former Dallas Cowboys, former shout Dallas out. Cowboys. Shout out, yeah, absolutely. Why y'all do that? Man? <laughs> Why y'all? Anything associated with the Cowboys or former former Cowboy, former Cowboy? Come on, man. Uh, we got together one of the executives uh, of the uh, NFOPA, and they they did come together and say, "Hey, when they put out a message, but what other option did they have? You had to do this. The NBA has done such a magnificent job of." being um a progress a progressive mm. uh in in this coronavirus and getting players together it's going to be a little bit tougher for the NFL just because you have so many players you know you've got so many staff members so many people to be you know to account for but it is something to have to do but hopefully you know they do something a little bit more but why only 2 weeks of testing why only why only testing every day for the first 2 weeks that I, I think you should be testing every single day it's well, expensive, though, right? That's the thing, though. It's yeah. expensive. Yeah. And then it also comes to the optics of it because if they're testing every day mm-hmm. and some counties, some states are having problems with actually having enough tests, it looks really bad. It right. does. So I don't know if you could do it every day, but I do. Th- I, I think the, the main thing is doing the testing early to say, hey, we did it at right. the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you guys shouldn't really, we shouldn't have a huge you outbreak. You own it from here. Exactly. Yeah, you own it from here. We got, we're giving you the, 14 days where if you didn't get tested positive in these 14 days, that means since you started this, we've confirmed you don't have this. So if you get this outside of this, that's on you. Yeah. Um, and I think it goes to like what the NBA is doing right now. Um, the NBA hasn't had a positive test in a week. They haven't had a positive test in a week. But I, for you to get there, even Rachel Nichols said today on the jump, like she just got a quarantine today. So for seven days, she had to stay in that hotel room and nothing else. She couldn't go anywhere. Um, and so the NBA, I mean, it may have gone overboard, but this virus is serious enough to where you have to. Yeah. yeah. And clearly something's working. Yeah. So they're going to have a preseason game too, right? Or are they still sign up upon that? They, I think they're deciding whether or not to have one preseason game. Yeah. Right? right. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean. I think they'd be foolish not to. No, absolutely. They'd I think they should foolish. have two. Yeah. This is because it's not just for the players. Let's get everybody involved that's doing the testing. 
do test runs on actually how everything's going to happen. Because they can't just go into the season thinking, okay, everything's going to be straight. No, no. They need some trial runs to do everything. Right, right, right. So I think – you know, NFL's listening. Their 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 big time players spoke up, and they I didn't even know they addressed the thing until you said it. Try I thought this yeah. was going to still be an issue for the next couple of days, but if you're saying they addressed it, then yeah, you they know. they addressed it. But this is the same thing that happened with the whole Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. issue. Yeah, not until those play those players spoke up. You had the best of the best right speak up, and when they did, it, they listened. So you can I, I think that these players are realizing the voice that they had. And while they're not going to go Kyrie Irving and start their own NFL, I think they believe that collectively, if they can speak up, then they can impact change um, mm-hmm. as opposed to just one rogue person trying to do it on their own. And, and to Lowe's point, he's mentioned why the two weeks testing. This is just the beginning. They, this is the beginning part. They better have more. This can't be it. Right? Right. That's my, that's my right. point. Then they get tested every other day. That's my point. We've been talking about this. Well, when is this going to start? You knew at some point this was going to start, right? But where where's the plan? The NBA and they're, they're a model for this. They did such a great job of 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 you know months ago coming up and putting together a plan to get you know the season going. And we're still wondering. We're still talking about testing right now when training camp is supposed to be starting this week. Yeah, right. And, and you, it almost seems like the NBA was working, and the NFL is like, well, it'll be gone by the time our season starts. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, okay, it's not gone yet. It reminds <laughs> what, me. What are we certain, gonna do? It reminds me of a certain somebody. Yeah. Who are you talking about? Mr. Trump. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, the NFL they've con- they've contracted with a uh, a national lab that's going to handle all the testing for all the players. Um and they've also they've also got a plan in place like if somebody becomes positive and if they test positive and what it is that they have to do uh to be able to do that. But I'm happy for them. I'm re- I'm really really happy that they were able to do this cuz it's 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 going to change how they bargain um, for things going forward. Now, the only thing it makes me wonder, and I've talked about this several times, and not to go down this rabbit hole, but there's power in numbers, right? There's huge power in numbers. And I know things, certain things have happened for us to get to this point, whether it be COVID or the whole George Floyd and us being able to see this in person. But when the whole Colin Kaepernick deal went down on this podcast, I said, had he gone and got additional people to be on his side, I really think that things would have happened differently for him. His whole career would have been different. But instead, he went and did that on his own. Bro, and I think, we and can't, but we keep, I, I, we I, don't know if we he don't did know, that. You we, can't make that assumption. I'm just so, okay, so if he did not do that, not enough people stood up next to him and believed in the way he was going to go about doing it. But had he had a group of people to do what they've done right in the last, two times they've done this, in the last less than six weeks, I just believe in power and numbers. Especially in when you don't have the bag, when you don't have the bag. Right, he who has the gold makes the rules. Right, 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 right. And, and because the players don't have the gold, they don't they don't have the gold, but they have what's going to what's going to allow them to get the gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I think had he done that, I only wonder what that situation would have been like. And to bring your point, this works particularly well during Corona because there's no fans. So if the players start wigging out and say, because you know sometimes when players wig out, the fans say, well, we don't really care. Just put on a jersey, we're going to come cheer. But there are no fans. So you need your stars to be there. So if there's any chance if Pat Mahomes is sitting at home, oh, nah. NFL's going to get it right. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Uh, but just to go back to your point about um, if this movement and all of this togetherness would have happened when Colin Kaepernick um, started began kneeling. There's a time for everything. Let's just talk about everything that's been going on in history, and let's just talk about black people in particular, okay? Now, there was a point where black folks didn't realize they had certain 
uh, strengths or powers or they can, or have voice. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Voice, right? Players, I don't think realized that they had mm-hmm. that kind of voice at mm-hmm. that point in time. Now, now they do. And again, they didn't have a choice because once again, the NBA, that's your rising star right now. Okay. Their players are coming to the forefront of these things. So the NFL players are about to sit back and look like some punks. Hey, we got to say something. We yeah. got to do something. Yeah. And now is the time to do it. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah and that, like Chris alluded to earlier, we don't know if he did or not. And, you know, Colin Kaepernick has pretty much lost everything Every. because of that. So he might have asked someone like, I'm just throwing an example there, Cam. Let's do this. Cam. Why y'all doing Cam? No, it's an example. Let me throw it out there. Cam. <laughs> Cam was like, hell no, I'm Superman. Yes. I ain't going to do that. But anyway. I'm going to play with the Patriots in a couple of years. <laughs> Let's stay in football, guys. This, this, this topic right here was very interesting to me. I heard um, Shannon and Skip talk about it. I think someone said that Tom Brady was the greatest football player ever. Shannon Sharp was like, no, no, he's not. That's got to be Jerry Rice or Lawrence Taylor. So I want to get you guys' you know, opinion on that. Who, who is the greatest football player to ever play the game? You know, football is a different sport. You got so many different positions and everybody's doing so many different things. You know, there can be offensive tackle out there that's the greatest football player ever, but we just don't know. They don't get the limelight. So we won't even know who that person is. But you, I want to hear you guys' opinion. Who's the greatest football player ever? I'll start this off. And I agree with Shannon. I, and I heard that. I heard that you too. Did. Yeah, I, I did. And, and I don't think, and I'm probably going to get some hate on this. I don't, I don't think a quarterback can be the greatest player of all time. I don't. And here's my reasons for that. They don't take as much punishment as other players. That's number one. All right. Now, obviously, that that position needs other positions to be successful. You need your receivers to catch the ball. You need your offensive linemen to block. You need your running back to run the ball. Okay. But my greatest player of all time is Lawrence Taylor, actually. Mm. All right. Now, you're talking about a guy that played 12 years. Talking about a guy that uh, went to 10 Pro Bowls out of those 12 seasons. Mm -hmm. Two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, champion, three-time defensive player of the year. Mm -hmm. An absolute terror for offenses. Offenses have to, have to change how they play. They started playing two tight ends. That started adding two tight ends to, to, uh, to stay in and help block for, uh, LT, mm-hmm. right? He changed how the outside linebackers play on defense. Mm-hmm. All right. This guy was a linebacker and he's number, uh, I think 15 or so on the, on the, on the sack list with 132 sacks. I mean, it's crazy. That guy, he, he changed the game on offense and defense. Absolutely. I have to go. I'm in the same boat with you. I, I think there can be a quarterback that is, the greatest football player ever, but I'm I'm talking more so, you know, someone who can do it all on the football field. I think if if Bo Jackson's career was longer, he would have been my choice hands down. I have never seen. Don't look at me like that, Trey. Don't don't give me that look. Yo, you he never deserves to be in any of these conversations. <laughs> He's the most overrated. NFL oh my ever. gosh! You know, I, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. I did because his career was so short. Yeah, it's. But, it's because his career was so short, I, he's not on this list. He's not. He's not one of the greatest football players. But if he had a longer career, I mean, the man could have played easily offense and defense. Like, he could do it all the way around. And I just thought that he was a, a monster and a beast. And you took away some of my shine. I was going to say Lawrence Taylor as well. What he was able to do on the defensive end of the football, nobody else could do it. That's when people try to compare Lawrence Taylor and J.J. Watt. I mean, J.J. Watt is a great, great 
defensive player. But he's a very, don't, he's, a, give him one great, take away the other one. JJ Watt's not that great. You gotta be always so particular wow. about stuff, man. Wow. Now, if I had called Emmett Smith, you would be great, 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 great. <laughs> Just wait a minute. <laughs> but I mean, Lawrence Taylor, as far as defensive players, he's in the category all by himself. He's all world. And I, you know, I didn't grow up watching him like that, but I saw some footage and it was like, it was like a man playing with little boys. That's what it was like. And he was all over the place. And every single play, you was like, dang, Lawrence Taylor's there. Lawrence, he's a guy that you feared. There are very, very few players in any professional form. When you go up against you're like, oh man, I go up, go up against it. You know, you have Jordan, you have Lawrence Taylor. Like when you go against him, like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I fear playing this guy, but I, he's definitely on that list. And then another name I hear is Jerry Rice. He's arguably, you know, the greatest wide receiver to ever played the game. Um, his athleticism, he was the one, you know, you talk about Joe Montana and that West Coast offense, but for Joe Montana to get the ball to Jerry Rice and for him to extend the plays like he could, what's called yak yards after the catch, mm-hmm. he was the best at that. He had some of the greatest hands ever. He was just a professional day in and day out. So those are the names I kind of want to put up there as being the greatest football players of all time. Well, you guys mentioned J.J. Watt. I do not think he's the greatest player of all time. But anytime I, I do a list like this, I always look at who are the most dominant players that I have personally seen in my life. And you've been consistent. That's why I always... That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's my thing, though. And J.J. had some... See, he had a 20-20-20 season. Like, how do you do that? And then he caught touchdown passes at the same time. And he just, he's made so many plays for the Texans. Obviously, I was a Texans fan, so I enjoyed watching them. But I, I, for me, he's somebody that's on my list. Another player for me that's on my list that maybe you guys are not going to say is Tom Brady because I've watched him. When I was younger, I always thought, and I still do that, Peyton Manning has more talent than Tom Brady. I just, I think that's just the truth. And I think if Peyton Manning had a better coach, I think he would be at Tom Brady's GOAT status. But Seeing how many years that Tom Brady has put into being great for me is just, and from what I have seen, I can't put in a player above him as the best of all time. I will tell you the one player that I did not watch who I have gone back and watched. I've pretty much seen almost every run this guy's had. If it's on YouTube, I've seen it. It's Barry Sanders. Mm. That dude is ridiculous. <laughs> like even like 20 years later, you're watching like, how did he, you don't know. I, you know, when you watch older players, you say, okay, I've seen somebody with, more physically talented, bigger, do it in today's game. People don't do what Barry Sanders has done. And this is 20 plus years that's ago. That's natural talent. Though. But that's the thing, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so incredible how great he was. And I'd even watch him. Some runs he had against the Cowboys are ridiculous. He made them look like fools. Not just every team in the NFL, there is a highlight where Barry Sanders is making you look stupid. Yeah. That's, making grown men look like they can't tackle. Right. And that's one of the things I was talking about. When you go up against someone and you're like, oh, my God. You you kind of have that fear, fear. like that's yeah. that's a, Barry Sanders is definitely, definitely in that category. Well, I don't know. Listening to this, this is something in the ultimate team sport. I think it's funny to even have these types of conversations. To be quite honest with you, because it's all you know, just based on your perspective, right? I think there's. Um, I heard um, Kendrick Perkins. I don't hear Kendrick Perkins say too many intelligent things, but <laughs> but uh, he said. There was they were talking about who's the MVP of the NBA and it was LeBron or Giannis and he's like Giannis is the MDP and LeBron is the MVP and Giannis is the most dominant player and LeBron can be the most valuable player and I was like that has some legitimacy to it because I think this type of conversation leads to those types mm. of conversations. Lawrence Taylor may have been 
the most dominant player in his era, but he ended up with 132 and a half sacks. Right. There's this guy named Reggie White. Oh, yeah. Who was definitely had 198 sacks. Definitely. Um, and just should have 197. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's neither here nor there. But you're talking about just as fearful. I mean, Reggie White was, geez. I mean, like, just, oh. Like the same, it you was feared. It, yeah, going against yeah, his and man. Statistically, yeah. um, God bless him. Statistically, his I mean, he was better than Lawrence Taylor by a long shot. Um, but I mean, Tom Brady is the best. He's not the best athlete, NFL athlete of all time. He is the greatest NFL player of all time. Period. Because I mean, there's no one who has done or will do what he has been able to do, and I just think that's undeniable. Um, of what he's done, and I mean. I, I've watched and I thought Emmett, what Emmett Smith was able to do for as long as he did, he wasn't as flashy as Barry Sanders, but for him to be, no one's going to, no one will probably break that record ever, his record ever. Yeah. Um, this, his touchdown record or his rushing record, which is just unfathomable. Deion Sanders was the most electric, polarizing. Uh, give me another adjective. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, just, I mean, like when you talk about not throwing to that side of the field, like quarterbacks didn't even look to his side of the field. Like he was able to take away an entire side of the field whenever he wanted to. That's un- and they use this term too much. Shutdown corner. Everybody's a shutdown corner no. now. Deion Sanders was a, was a shutdown, shutdown corner. <laughs> yes, yeah. like you just were not going to throw the ball to him. But I mean, and I don't think people give this guy enough credit. But when I was going through this list. I thought Randy Moss, I was in my opinion, him. could could honestly, arguably be, if he's not in your number top five, easily top ten, the most unguardable wide receiver I've ever seen in my life. Mad respect to Jay Rice. Mad respect. But Randy Moss? No I would have loved to have seen Randy Moss and Deion Sanders Whew, go at it. Man. Mm-hmm. That would have been. We should have drafted Randy Moss. We drafted Greg Ellis instead, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's. You know, I really like the point you make because football is the ultimate team sport. So if you're going to have who's the greatest player of all time in that sport, you really got to break it down. You have to. You yeah. have oh, to because yeah. otherwise you can't, we can't really have a conversation. Absolutely. But I will say – and this is not knocking Emmett Smith. I'm not trying to knock him. I'm being serious. But when you watch Emmett Smith and then you watch Barry Sanders, those are two different backs. Oh, absolutely. And it's not just the electric. One guy was better in those Barry Sanders. I don't care what – I know Emmett Smith's numbers, they will not be broken. They just won't be. If Barry Sanders played longer – it would probably. be his. It would probably oh, yeah, be his sure. record. It wouldn't probably. But, it would be. And I, I think because of the way football's going, Emmett Smith's numbers won't be touched. But I'm be honest with you guys. I've never heard anybody call Emmett Smith the best running back of all time. You know what it is though. I think. I think Emmett, that's your age. But well, if you talk to people, no, I, just, older, I just think most yeah. people when they're creating lists, they don't mention him as the best. They, he's almost like the most. He has the most prestige. Right. He has yeah. the records, but they don't necessarily call him the best. Well, because yeah. he doesn't, just like you said, he doesn't have those flash plays. He had a lot of those breakaway runs, <laughs> but the, the speed and agility and, and, and all of those explosive, wow, my God, where did this come from? Yeah, he didn't have those things. And recently, actually, I went back and watched uh, uh, some highlights on Emma Smith and Barry Sanders. And I thought the same thing. I was like, Jesus Christ. Barry, close. Barry, Jesus. This guy is amazing. Yeah. That guy's an amazing player. Yeah, I think Emmitt Smith, his football IQ, though, I don't think he gets enough credit for that. He's like in the same category with Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady will break down everything and be like, okay, this is where I'm going to beat you at. Yeah. Emmitt Smith was the same way. He, he didn't look flashy doing it, but he was very consistent at doing it as well. He's going to get those yards. And, and like I said, his football IQ, as far as running backs are concerned, because yeah. he didn't really have the athleticism of Barry Sanders or anything like that, yeah. he was going to beat you that way. And his offensive line, let's, let's be honest. That offensive line in the Cowboys ad was one of the best 
ever out there. I, I would say as a young person watching him, I gained more respect for Emmett when he went to the Cardinals and still had a decent year, right, even right. with the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But that what he did also reminds me of a player like Adrian Peterson mm-hmm. or the players who LT, had great careers. LT did the same thing when he went to the Jets. Yeah. He had a really good uh, yeah. and show. I, and I, I like that when you're you're already an all-time great player. And then for whatever reason, you leave your team that you made yourself famous with and you go to another team and you still have good years. That tells me that this makes your greatness even greater, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. All right. That's a that was that was, Do I have to be on this podcast anymore? <laughs> I mean, I just I don't even know I have to be on here anymore. Y'all just breaking it down, man. All right. So let's let's talk about the NFL NFL. So NFL. The NBA players in the bubble. We talked about this on um, Afro Vibes Radio this past um, Saturday, but I want to talk about it one more time. This is everything that's going on within the bubble before the start of the restart of the NBA season. We have just, James Harden. Just to get you, it was on uh, Sunday. Sunday. Huh? Oh, it was on. It, it aired yeah. on Sunday. I'm sorry, but we we talked about it on Saturday and it aired on Sunday. But yeah, um, we have James Harden wearing the Blue Lives Matter mask. We have the snitch hotline Zion leaving the IG model saying that someone invited her to the bubble players in self-quarantine because they picked out food outside the bubble got a lot of things going on i think they're going to make it through i think you can look at the sports that are doing it mob is doing it and nfl we just talked about it they're they're gonna they're gonna do it the nba we i spec i think and i'll speculate i think they have you know they're the ones who started this in the first place said okay we're shutting everything down once rudy gobert got t- tested positive like okay that's it they were the first ones to do it so i think that th- they'll be okay as long as the players know what they have to do, and stay away from um, other players outside the bubble. I think when you say they'll be okay, we got to qualify is what does that mean? Does that mean? Finishing the season. Okay. That, I, I like that. Okay. So I, I agree with you. I think they will finish the season, but I think there may be one major hiccup. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is there may be a team. So let's say you have a team like the Lakers. And, and Why you got to use the Lakers? Okay, can the, we, can, we can use the Rockets. That's fine. It's a, I really want a team that has a chance, like a favorite is what I'm talking about. Okay. So Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, those are the big teams. So if you take the, the Lakers, for example, let's say AD gets coronavirus. During the middle of a series, for whatever reason, AD needs a burger at night or somebody contacts him and he gets corona. What do you do? Because if you're LeBron and you're the Lakers, we're not playing another game unless AD's playing. What do you do? That's and a big that, question. For me, for me... When you're that, because in other sports like football, one player getting a, a corona, unless it's a quarterback, we can kind of work around that. But if LeBron, Giannis, Harden gets it during the middle of a series, especially if they're going off in that series, what do you do? You got. I mean, what happens if it if it was not if it was a regular NBA playoffs and somebody got sick? Like you got to play. If you get a pizza delivered to your room and they poison it, <laughs> you gotta, I mean, you shout out you got you got to play. I mean, well, like, I guess my point is, if it's if it's controlled environment, because exactly the environment's because then you got to test all of the players at that point. Then you got to test all of the players. Yeah. And what if two of them? Okay, fine. If it's eight, if it's eighty and another player that may not be as big, but at that point you already have two players in the team that has it. Well, what do you do? Well, I think what would happen in in that situation is. They would have to follow the local law, right? Like the local law says if you're around somebody who's been exposed to coronavirus, you too must self-quarantine. So I think in that situation, it's a good point. It's a good question because if, you know, somebody's got it and it's confirmed that they have it and you've been around them, you would have to probably Everybody's got to quarantine. I agree. Yeah. And it behooves the NBA to have a contingency plan for that. And hopefully that's something that they have. 
um, if that happens in, in, in the middle of a series. Uh, because now I agree. I think you got to continue playing. Um, but obviously you stop play to test everybody and see what's going but, on with the situation. Yeah, but I you could do that in the finals. You couldn't do that in round one where all these other series are going on because mm-hmm. you can't stop every series for one series. Yeah. So I think if it happens in the round one, you've got to, you know, you're going to have to forfeit or, you know, play without them. Play without them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or have everybody else tested. And once everybody's tested and they're negative for three days or whatever, even if you got to play back to back to back to, you know, get those games done. But if it's in the finals, I don't think they want to end without a champion. Yeah. So I think if if you got enough people that test negative, then I think they probably let them pick up some players or not pick up players, but sign players off waivers or whatever to get people in there. And they got to finish it. I mean, you have to finish it. I, don't, I, I can't see them. They can't, they can't afford to go much longer. Because if I'm not mistaken, Adam Silver said we will end by this date. So that way they can get the draft done and they can get the season started because mm-hmm. Christmas Day, we're back at this again. Right around the corner. Yeah. Right, right, right. Man. So what do y'all guys think about everything else? What do you guys think about um, the whole James Harding wearing the Blue Lives Matter mask and saying he's unaware of what he was wearing? Jimmy has to be more aware of what he's doing. Can you stop calling him? <laughs> His name is Jimmy. Until he makes better decisions, Jimmy has to be more aware of what he's doing. I agree. Does I agree. he not watch the news? I mean, he got Fox News, ABC, everything. He got I, all that Facebook. I'm Instagram, not with y'all, man. CNN. He needs to know what's going on out there. I'm not with y'all. I'll be honest with y'all. Look at that mask. Everyone Whatever you're doing right now, stop and Google the mask. Google. And you let me know if you if you thought that was something that is not. GTS. Everybody knows what that means. Not everybody knows. Okay. Did you know what it means? Yes. Yes. Y'all out here lying. I'm not lying. Y'all out here lying. Well, I, I do think that he has to be more aware of what's going on. But if I was younger and, you know. Everybody knows I that probably blue line. Put, I would have put it on too. Probably. Everybody knows what that blue line means. Nah. Well, let me tell you something. If I had my space jams, you know the the with that little blue man on it, the, the blue man, and I saw that mask, I'd be like, "Yo, this is this is dope." Okay. That's a, I can see him thinking that, "Yo, this works. This outfit works." You so can tell, me, you can tell by the picture he took that he thought it was dope. Exactly, he, it's he all wide-eyed. Like, look at me, I look so dope. Okay. That's the way he looks. So I'm, I'm looking at the mask. I, I mean, I'll, I'll pass it around. I can understand where he's like, "Yo, this thing is dope." <laughs> so the the mask, the mask. It's dope. Now look at it. Look at the, look at the regular Blue Lives Matter. Right? You see, you you wouldn't make that distinction. It's you not wouldn't. Pop- but but if I had an inkling, if I knew, okay, well, I know what Blue Lives Matter, and if I see that, I'd be like, yeah, I think that's some you know some different style of Blue Lives Matter. So that I probably wouldn't have so, still worn that. So this is my so this is my thing, and I want I don't want to get this twisted. <laughs> but, Blue but, Lives Matter, mm-hmm. right? So if you believe that. It's okay. I mean, can you believe that Blue Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter? No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, well, let's not do that, though. Whoa. I'm asking you. Okay. Uh, can you believe in both? Can you believe I don't, that they but, both? What, but I guess no. we have different... Like, what is... I know y'all don't know, but what is Blue Lives? Like, what is a... Like, who's a Blue like, Lives? I, I don't want to see... I don't want to see cops getting ambushed as they're going to try and break up a domestic dispute. I don't want to see cops but that's getting not, shot. But that's like, not... But that doesn't make sense, because there's no such thing as a Blue Life. Like, what is that? It's not it's real. It's no, real. like nobody's walking around. As, let's let's be real. Let's, uh, what are we doing? Because there's no uniforms. Are there uniforms blue, blue, right? All this, yes. So there's Smurfs but, now. Yeah. Like, there's no such that's thing. What, that's, thing. What, that's, that's what, that's what no, they're called. That's what no, that's what my uh, point I is. My point is, there's no such thing as a blue life. Like it doesn't make sense. But you're like when you're a cop, you're it's not. 
you don't put on like I'm a I'm a blue life now, and you take off your badge. I'm not a blue life anymore. There's no such thing as a blue life. Nobody's saying cops' lives don't matter, but, the, but let's they, call it what it is. They're using that to say they're using the color blue. So I what, love I love that you say that they are using that. Right, to so, me, that's the problem because there's no such thing as a blue life. So whatever, what, however you want to look at it, what I'm just saying is that I mean, no one. I don't want to see cops getting killed. I don't want to see cops ever getting killed, especially for revenge or. You know, cops this period at all. Like that's just they're here to protect and to serve. That's what that's what they're supposed to be doing. I don't even want to see because of my religion and my beliefs. I don't want to see a bad cop get killed. I want them to be educated. I want them to be able to not do what they've been doing, which yeah. is all Black Lives Matter is supposed to be about, right? So if you believe in that and you want to support, you know, the Blue Lives Matter movement, however you want to look but, at that, I'm okay with you doing that. But right now was not the time to do it. But Trey, mm. Trey, look here, bro. This is the issue though. Blue Lives Matter came around as a direct saying, oh, Black Lives Matter? No, Blue Lives Matter. And that's the problem with this. That's why most NBA players, nobody feels like cops' lives don't matter. Who wants to see a cop die? I mean, like, seriously. Honestly, there's quite a few. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, quite a few of them well, have been ambushed I mean, for no reason. Some, some people may have that feeling because of things that have happened in their life. Justified or not, I'm just, that's, it is what it is. But more, more importantly, Nobody wants to see, most, I'm not nobody. Most people want to see, if you put on a badge, it's not an easy job. I've said it multiple times on this podcast. I am not the guy who you want to see with a badge. If I have a badge and I pull you over, you have a problem because I'm scared. If you do something, I'm, I'm ready to pop off because I want to go home at night. Right. So I'm not the person you want seen with a badge on. But when it comes to the NBA players and they say, well, is it blue life or black life? I think it's, it's clearly not a situation where you would say, oh, Blue Lives Matter because it's clearly it was made just for right. Black it's Lives a, it's Matter. A, it's a, it's and that's counter, the problem. Right. It was like a what are the word counter movement. To exactly. Black, yeah, I get that. So I so call it whatever you want to. Like even if it's not Blue Lives Matter, no one should be out there killing cops for whatever reason. I just don't. I just like cops no, shouldn't be out there killing black people. One hundred percent. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Cops shouldn't be out there killing white people either. Right now, statistically, black people are getting killed. You know, innocent black men and women are getting killed more often than other races by cops. And I think that's what needs to stop. So yeah. it's not that everybody else's lives don't matter and all this type of good stuff. And if James Harden wants to support cops, which is probably, you know, not a bad thing for him to do, choosing the lifestyle that he lives and everything else. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I get that. But he should, I mean, we should be in doing this for everybody. You know what I mean? And, and it sounds cliche when people are like, I don't see color and all this type of good stuff. I don't want to see anybody killed innocently. By a mm-hmm. cop. If that, if that, I'm sorry, if George Floyd was any other race, I still would have been mad. Right. Like if that was well, that's, any that's other race. The, but that's the point, though. I would have been pissed. But that's, that's the point of the, that's, that's the point is the fact that it where, and we've already discussed this, we know this, whereas the black people were being killed indiscriminately more and we have it on video. Um, but when it comes to James Harden, y'all, I think he just put on a mask. He right. just, he just put it on. I agree. I, I, I agree with that. But, Look, you're the face. You're the face of a franchise, and you're 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 one of the faces of the NBA. So don't get on TV and say, "Well, I I, I didn't know." No, it's right. your obligation to be more informed. Right? You understand? Now, nobody's saying that he shouldn't support. I have friends that are police officers. Yeah, I have black friends who are police officers, and during this whole ordeal, I've been praying for them because yeah. it's a very Absolutely. tough situation yep. for them to be on the lines yep. going through this situation. They're black and they're police officers, right? But don't 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 be misinformed. And then at the same time, this this at the stage right now with what we're going through, it's too hot, bro. It's hot. So so it's so let's do this then. He he didn't know. I'm gonna say that. You can let's walk with me. Let's just first say he didn't know. What 
because we're going with that baseline that he didn't know, what do you want from him? Did you want him to come on TV and said, I didn't know it was, but now I know my bad? Like, what did you yeah. want from him? I, I, in that situation, I, w- I mean, I would have been like, you know, yeah, my bad. I mean, considering the climate that we're in right now. But I he understand. did do that. He came on TV and said, I made a mistake. That was not what I was trying to do. I support Black Lives Matter. I'll be better moving forward. Like, what more do you want no, him I, to I do? I don't have a problem with the apology. He's just like, and for me, I was just like, all right. It is what it I is. I just don't believe we it. Just, 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 okay, well, okay yeah, then you know I can't I mean? do nothing yeah. with so that. This is exactly what James Harden had to say um, when he wore the mask. I wasn't trying to make a political statement. I honestly wore it because it covered my whole face and my beard. As I clearly talked about yesterday, me finding a way, whether it's my jersey name or another way to show support for Black Lives Matters, I just thought it looked cool. That's it. So when he says that statement, he's making it sound like he doesn't. he has nothing to do with Blue Lives Matter, he just wore it because he thought it looked cool and that he's all the way supports Black Lives Matter. So I kind of think that makes it look, you know, a little bit worse. What? In a way. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I, 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 I mean, I do. Because when, when you hear him, because when you look at James Harden's track record, he's just aloof about everything he does. He doesn't really, this is just why I look at him. He doesn't it's really calculate Right, that's the perception, right. but, that's but perception. it's not real. It's not a real perception. And it's, how do you know that? It's his no, perception. But, but, how, but how do you know that? Because, 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 because we just did it right but here. Based on this, okay. What else are we pointing to then? So, what perception of James Harden do you have? You personally, Chris? I mean, do you I, think he's aloof? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so, if you think the answer is yes, then what he what he basically just did is just picked up this during these we just talked about during these times. You can't just pick something up, put it on your face. And the statement that he made is this, I don't know, is this kind of like he's trying to backtrack from what, what he did. So I don't want to go too far into this. We talked about this a little bit on the radio show. It's kind of trying to wrap it up a little bit. You guys, it's just final thoughts on this and then. <laughs> Somebody had to, I mean, like, I can't believe no one even told him. Like his boys, like, but what are you doing? Like, like somebody, Mike D'Antoni, somebody, uh, and I and I wish you could see. I'm trying to find a picture of the full mask, so you could see the full mask. Man, if he didn't know, his team probably didn't know either. That's, yeah. that's the thing, though. Nobody and, and, knew. And, and if th- if that's the truth, that's a that's a problem. But how, not necessarily. That's how, though. I mean, it's hard, man. Because that's not. Every- I didn't know. When I saw, I didn't know what Thank kind you. of mask. I I didn't. I'm not gonna be honest. With I you. appreciate I, that. And I don't think it looked cool or not. This is the full mask. Okay, that doesn't look good. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that cool. Like it is not that true. Ooh, that doesn't look so good. I'll be honest. The mask close. I've only because you know when he has his beard and he has his shirt on. I didn't see the yeah. rest of exactly. it. Exactly. That's I, the I, I might have known. Yeah. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> and on a, that note, <laughs> on that note, let's just end it all right now. The, uh, mag is, the mask is called the Blue Patriot, is what it's Blue called. Patriot. Like, if you went on and ordered it, that's what it's called. That's not like a comic book character. So, yeah. come on, Jimmy. <laughs> if this is your very first time listening to this podcast, please do not hesitate to subscribe. You can do that on our website, and you can do that on pretty much all the platforms that carry podcasts. If you want to listen to us on the radio, we're on every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. on Afro Vibes. Go ahead and listen to us there. You can just download the TuneIn app. And listen to us on um, the radio. So I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, my name is Oendi. Chris, Trey, Low, also part of the group. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Check us out at Mr. Trey Butte on Twitter hey. and Instagram. Hit hey. me up. It hit me on Body Renovation 24 on Instagram, on Facebook. It's Lota Okoye. 
You see how his voice went deeper? <laughs> Body renovation. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.